to do this every week. Because people want to listen to you. They don't want to listen to us. It's your one job. It's your one job. Breathy. I'm not doing breathy. I already did the hair flip. Do you have have any glasses? Yeah, I'll do the glasses. (laughs) You know, there's so much demanding of me, you know? Well, it's a librarian thing. It's like a ZZ Top video. Yeah, exactly. So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, you get to watch me fail miserably at Kiss Trivia. But we are joined by the Captain Jeff and by Britt, who are going to give us the most amazing Kiss Trivia questions ever. Um, Totally stumped us. Well, stumped me. And of course, as you expect... Mark doesn't follow the rules. No, 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 no. He goes off the rails, makes up his own rules, does his own thing, which, you know, is expected. And then, and then the funniest part, people, Mark criticizes the KISS fans who know all of this, yet he got everything right. <laughs> are, are you shocked? Really? <sighs> so, so stay tuned. Trust me, it's, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Six Sides of the Coin. This is the biggest show we've ever done. We've never had this many people on in one single episode. You got all four of the coins and two special guests sitting in with us. We got Britt and Jeff. And why don't you guys take one minute and just fill everybody in who you are, what you're about, why are you here, and then we'll get into some KISS trivia. All right, I'm Britt. I was in a band in the 80s, 80s slash 90s called Blackboard Jungle that was huge on the Sunset Strip, produced by Brent Muscat, Faster Pussycat. But more importantly, we're from a show called Metal Social Sunday. We do a big metal show on Sundays on Twitch, tons of guests. We got Chris Holmes, Rudy Sarzo. But uh, this show has been an inspiration. When we started, uh, the Three Sides was one of our inspirations. So it's amazing to be here. And you've been on our show, Mike, as a, as a guest, and you did really well on the quiz with so, the captain. So, so what you're saying is your show has been inspired by our crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nah, it's high art. It's high art. It's high art. It's high art. I, you know, oh. I say all the time, I say all the other kiss podcasts need to go away and someone needs to start a crew podcast. Cause you guys cover everything. I don't need all the other kiss podcasts. And, and just for people who are listening, you really do need to go to video right now and check out the brand new Ace Fraley shirt. I've got on. <laughs> Looks a lot like another Tommy. I know. Captain, why don't you tell them? Because you're a big part of the show. Captain, Captain, Captain Jeff. Show. My, my story is not, mine's not as interesting. I did meet, we do work on the boat. We work on the hornblower in the bay. We pass, Mike probably seen us hundreds of times out there in the San Francisco Bay. Uh, I'm the captain. Uh, Britt is the DJ. 
and I don't really talk music with people at work, but he was wearing a pair of Kiss Vans one day, and I said, hey, are those Kiss Vans? What kind of Kiss Vans, dude? They weren't just like, come on. Dress to kill, dress to Thank kill you. Vans. Thank yeah, you, that's, Thank our, you. Ten, that was 10 years ago, and our friendship was born. And he, it's his show. I help him out with it, um, with the cruise. You're, you're, you're quiz. Captain Jeff is the brain trust that's going to come up with all of these kiss questions to prove we're basically kiss idiots. He's all so right. thorough. He does not. He doesn't mess around. He and, doesn't mess around. And as Britt said, I, I, I did this on on Britt's show a few weeks ago, and trust me, these are some good questions. Although, I did nail all the Mark St. John. You did. You did. Je Jeff Schroeder, Jeff Schroeder uh, was even up in arms about his his questions. You know, he, he threw some questions at you. So yep. so why don't we let's just get get started on this. Jump Start in the fire. Throwing the questions style. at us, Jeff, and let's but, see how smart we are. All right. And let me, let, before we start, one thing, even the alternate answers are researched. The alternate answers aren't just thrown and made up. He researches the alternate answers. The, these questions take hours for him to do. Okay. So okay. I, I hope I hope you like them. Uh, but I do have to credit where credit's due. These are from books and guests that you've had on, including Tom Shannon, Alan Belisha, Ju Julian Gill, Ken Sharp, Lydia Chris, Chris Lent, Kiss the Life Forever, Dr. Fuck. Jeff Schroeder and a question, a couple questions from DJ Britt. And uh, these are inspired and dedicated to Jack Bates of the Smashing Pumpkins and Peter Hook and the Light, who had me on as a contestant and made me sweat on Metal Social Sunday. Service. <clears throat> okay, so here, here's question number one. The song Charisma from 1979's Dynasty album is essentially a rewrite of which Wicked Lester song? Is it A, What Happens in the Darkness, B, Simple Type, or C, when the bell rings? Please. Got no fucking clue. I actually know all three of those songs. I just got to put them in my head. I know all three of those songs, too. I think that's kind of an arbitrary question. Because I don't think it's a verbatim rewrite. Oh, and, and by the way, not, not, not that you're new to the show, Jeff, but Mark will play by his own rules. Yeah, <laughs> Mark doesn't follow normal rules. So, so should we pick, is, are we asking everybody, one person, to how, how are we doing this? I don't know. What what do you guys think is the easiest? Should we throw one question to uh, one? I'm feeling I like Mark. Mark. Yeah, let's let's go Mark. Okay, on this. start with Mark it. on this one. I, I this is this is the kind of question that exactly what I was talking to you in pre-show. Because it's arbitrary. It exact, it Mark, exact, Mark, A, B, or C. Couldn't go less <laughs> syllables, B. buddy. I don't even know. I don't even care what it is, it's B. Okay. Because it's a garbage question. Oh, oh! It's gonna be a long hour. Mark, it's oh, my question. God, it's right, a right out of the box, Mark oh, is changing the rules. Garbagey. The song "Charisma" from 1979's Dynasty album is essentially a rewrite of which Le Rick Wicked Lester song? Mark answered B, simple type, but the answer actually was B, simple type. See, Tom, Tom, why, why is it a garbage question, yeah. Mark? Come at me. Come on. 30 <laughs> words or less. Not a sermon. You're, what were your what was your word? You're used to this is an, an exact rewrite. No, it's not. I didn't say exact rewrite. I said essentially it's, it's based on it. Essentially, oh, nah. the, the word. I don't like questions like that. There's not a lot of arbitrary. There's not a lot of sneak attack questions. There's not a lot of hypotheticals. You do Mark, not it's have my to question. Uh, this. Okay. this is Mark's problem. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Here we go. Number. number Wait, who's two. going question two? Let's just uh, pick. Lee, who's Lee, gonna... Lisa, you're. This is for you. All right, Lisa. All right. Oh, no. all right. 
On December 14th, 15th, and 16th, 1977, KISS brought the Alive 2 tour to Madison Square Garden. I think we can all agree on that. Billy Squire's band Piper opened the show on the 15th and 16th. Who was the opener on December 14th? How did she get the easy question? How do I know? I don't know that answer. I do. Everyone knows that. Hey! I don't know. Was it A, Michael DeBar's band, Detective, B, Greg Jafria's band, Angel, or C, Jimmy McCartney's band, The Rockets? Do you want to default it to Tom? If you have no idea, do you want to default it no, to Tom? No, no, Lisa, you got you got right, three right. three choices. Make a guess. I'm going to go... Megadeth. Brian, stop. Mega I'm going to go... Um, give, give, me the, give me the answers one more time. Detective, Angel, or The Rockets? I'm going to go Angel gonna go angel okay on december 14th 15th 16th 1977 and i went on the 14th with my parents in second grade um kiss brought the alive two tour to madison square garden billy squires band piper opened shows on the 15th and 16th i can't believe i missed them who was the opener on the 14th it was you answered b greg jafria's band angel it was a michael debar's band detective what can you do? I mean, I, I, I did that from actually remembering the marquee as a kid, you know, just like, all right, there you go. First opening band I ever oh, saw. All right. I'm enjoying right, the to Tommy, you're oh, I'm stuck in bad. Okay. I, I'm enjoying the hostility. Um, I love it. This is uh, this is covered in the episode that aired today with Joel Selvin, which is a very excellent three sides of the coin episode. This can this uh, this is about August 16th, 1977. So. While in San Francisco on August 16, 1977, Lydia Chris heard a newsflash on the radio that the king of rock and roll had died. When Peter Chris emerged from the shower, what was the first question she asked? A, would the colonel be interested in managing Kiss? B, was the Memphis Mafia now out of a job? Or C, who was the king of rock and roll? E. B. What? B. B. Okay. You got. You know. You really got to go context with the captain. While in San Francisco on August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, Lydia, Lydia Chris heard a news flash on the radio that the king of rock and roll had died. When Peter Chris emerged from the shower, what was Lydia's first question? You answered B. Was the Memphis Mafia now out of a job? The answer was actually C. Who was the king of rock and roll? See, and I would have thought her first question when he got out of the shower would have been, uh, which groupie are you sleeping with right now? Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Where, where were you? Where were you when it when it when it happened? Do you remember where you were? Uh, when? Yeah, I do. It was August of 77. They were playing the Cow Palace. Uh, it was another one of those wonderful Midwestern Southern days. And I would just gone to baseball and uh, heard it on the radio riding home in my dad's car. Wow, that's crazy. couldn't believe it. I was just because I grew up on Elvis. Okay, you know my 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 sisters loved Elvis Presley, so yeah, I was I felt horrible about it. Wow, yeah, that's amazing. You're baseball. I was going to soccer. There was that feeling of uh, we're all kind of the same age. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's not yeah, cool that it happened, but that you have that vivid memory. You know, oh, I know God, what those. Yeah. Well, I can remember. Days. I remember stuff like that when Reagan was shot. A bunch of things like that. Just because it was before, it was before you know in the internet. So when yeah. major things like that happened, they stuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. I true. thought it would have been dry off the spoiler. 
is what uh, I was wondering if the appendage would be mentioned. Yeah. Um, I did live, I, li I looked at, I Googled it today. I lived 6.7 miles from the Cow Palace. I was eight years old. My parents were not going to let me go to the show. I was in my backyard crying that night. <laughs> I would have, it was a, we came home from vacation that day. I would have swore it was a Sunday, but Joel Selvin notified us today that it was on a Tuesday. Felt like a Sunday. All right. Who's going for, who's going for this? I'm is up now. Oh, get ready. Right. This is a big one. Big one. Je I Jeff Schroeder of the Pumpkins brought this question. Although primarily associated with the Gibson Les Paul, H. Fraley used which of the following guitars for the bulk of the 1974 debut album? Was it A, the Ibanez Destroyer, B, the Gibson Explorer, or C, the Ovation Breadwinner? I have no clue what any of I know those this. are. I um, know this. Give me, give me the answers real quick again. Wait, who knows this, Mark? Tommy does. Tommy, that's good. That's good. I had no idea. Only Schro Jeff Schroeder would come up with this. Ibanez Destroyer, Gibson Explorer, or the Ovation Breadwinner? I'll say the Gibson Explorer. I'm just pulling it out of my ass. Um, so, although primarily associated with the Gibson Les Paul, Ace freely used which of the following guitars for the bulk of the Kiss 1974 debut album? You answered B, the Gibson Explorer. The answer actually was Tom. You want to say it for me? C. The Ovation Breadwinner. He had it. Woo! That was good. Where did where that? Where how'd you know that? I was like that. Um, because I remember seeing photos from the bell sessions and him recording some of the, the instrumentation. And it was the white uh, ovation because the ovation has a very distinct body figure to it. And whenever they're not playing what they normally are playing, I took notice of it. So it was just dumb luck. And do you guys, do you all remember growing up that like an ovation was like a Marshall, a Les Paul, if someone on your block had one, the older kid, the babysitter's boyfriend, you knew someone had one. It was like a, yeah. a big deal in like 79 through 80 that someone had that guitar. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And Britt, we got to play We got to play Mark's song on your show. Uh, Rock and roll dogs. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh, I love it. These guys got me. These guys, anytime somebody wants to go kiss, I play you guys turn us on the classic 78. Oh. I, I play it and that's like the uppercut to the fucking yeah. everybody thinks they know. I, I, that's my secret weapon and it's from you guys. And All right, so Mark, Mark's up. Let's see if he can play by the rules. This oh, hell no. You got to remember too, they're taking fucking questions from our guests who may have been talking out of their ass too. They didn't. Right. Uh, that's research, dude. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. He knows. Yeah, dude, yeah, I've, watched the, <laughs> I've watched the captain. I mean, I'll tell you stories with the captain just blowing people's minds. I've seen him with big dogs like you guys. He's, he's right. He's not big wrong. Dogs. There, there's a stack of books in front. I'm not going to show him, but a stack of books. He would, that he, high. He, would, he, would, he, he would go nuts if he did. You know. If, if he, okay. What's my punishment? Here's another hypothetical question. Oh, okay. <laughs> With an arbitrary answer between two, between 2009 Ooh. and 2011, modern day Delilah was performed in concert 141 times. The lead-off track to Sonic Boom. Great song. How many times did Kiss perform the song during 2012's The Tour? Was it A, a paltry one time, oh, B, oh five times, God. 
or seated it peter out oh after he's on the ropes and Paul what kind of Paul? how many this is the this is like right up there with fucking catalog numbers it's it's an a b or c answer small syllables Paul, what was what were the choices again i gotta get a fucking quarter to flip what are the court what is it what is the question again one time 141 versus one five or eleven no of of modern day Delilah. Modern day Delilah. Yes. On the tour. On, On the, the tour. tour. Was tour with Motley Crue. Short and set. Yes, correct. 2012. Well, the tour was. Call your, call your lifeline, Mark. Hold on. The tour was. That was already. Monster was already out. So by then they were playing. Uh, they weren't playing. I'm going to say fucking none. No, you gotta That's pick. Not gotta an pick answer. One. Right, pick Mark. one. It's I one mean, five or answers. eleven. None is not. <laughs> one five or eleven. Don't deflect. Oh, Jesus. One. All right. Between 2009 and 2011, Modern Day Delios performed in concert 141 times. How many times did Kiss perform the song during 2012's The Tour? You answered A1. The answer was A1 from the guy that gets angry when he gets him right. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're going to have this joy. Is, where, uh, I, mean, I want to yeah. do this every week just to see the look on his face. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. Fantastic. Hold on a second. I, I'm not going to let too much go, but did you notice that I'm fucking two for two? I know. Well, well, at least, fucking, at least is, you're normal now. You're happy trick. that you're two for two. You were this angry. This is the Spock mind trick. Guys, I love it. Just, just so you know, I knew this is exactly what was going to happen when yep. we did a trivia game here. <laughs> and it's living up to everything I had hoped for. All right. All right. I'm in a, I'm Lisa, in a you're up. All right. I'm in a rough industry, so I'm used to the abuse. So bring it on. Or right, it's a little tougher one, but oh, when right, thanks. <laughs> little tougher. Give me a fucking break. When Vinnie Vincent quit Kiss for the first time following their 1983 European tour, he left the band after Europe. Who did Kiss ask for help in a failed attempt to find Vinnie's replacement? Did they ask Grover Jackson to find somebody? B. Dana Strum or C. Chris Lent? Use process of elimination. I'm going to go Grover Jackson. Who did help them find Mark St. John. When Vinnie Vincent quit Kiss for the first time following their 1983 European tour, who did Kiss ask for help in a failed attempt to find Vinnie's replacement? You answered A, Grover Jackson. It was B, Dana Strum. Remember, he's finding Aussie people. Yep. Yep. It was it was the Dana Strum. Dana Strum was basically Craig's list for musicians. Totally. Totally. Right. (laughs) See that. But that shows you you have to think if you think too fast with Captain Jeff, you 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 get you get the Tyson punch. You've just got to slow down and think about it. I'm over two. All right. Moving on. Tommy, you're up. Okay. according to Gene Simmons, which is dangerous, it could be arbitrary. Where did the idea come from for the all studio side on Kiss Alive 2? Was it from A, ZZ Top's Fandango, B, Pink Floyd's Umagama, or C, Kiss wanted to do it first? Wow. Um, I would say C. Say. Does anyone know this one? It's the ZZ Top one. 
Yeah. Oh, look at look at Mark. He's nailing look them at all. Mark. I mean, we're not what Mark. Do, we, so we know the answer. We know it, it was wrong. See, it was a explain why. Well, give it to us how you knew that. I fucking love that album. <laughs> I, that's got that's got uh, heard it on the X and that's uh, the live side is fucking awesome. That's a great record. Everybody. Mark, Mark, you you would fit so perfectly in with the cesspool. You know everything. <laughs> No, I don't. Ask Liz. She'll tell you. And, well, that's also awesome. Mark already, my favorite band is Crew, and Mark already took me out with one Crew question before he even started this. Just threw me on the ropes. Uh, I didn't know. but uh, He plays hockey, man. He doesn't mess around. Oh, man. Man. All right. All right. My and, turn. And these questions are... All right. And, and to be fair, I was talking to Britt for the last two weeks. Like, man, we got Mark. We got to deal with Mark. We got to get some good questions, you know? He's a tough guy. Um, all right, so number uh, number eight. What was 1981's music for the from the Elders' highest Billboard 200 position? Did it reach A, the lofty heights of 43, B, 56, or C, was 75 the highest it got? First of all, I can't imagine that there's anybody who would want to know all of this sort of minutia. You're wrong then. You're wrong then. Oh, you're I, wrong. Just, I know. You're wrong. I know. Two, two guys named Jeff. Two guys named Jeff and probably Chuck Klosterman or whatever. Um, <laughs> I will, I will, I, again, just pulling it out of my ass. I'm just guessing. 75. All right. You I don't want to know because you know. It's so in your DNA. You're just, you, what was 1981's music from the Elder's highest Billboard 2? Hundred position, you answered C seventy five, and it was C seventy five. Correct, and but hold on, what was number fifty six? Was what I was what uh, World Without Heroes got to fifty six? I believe that was uh, the highest that single got to. See, whoa, look, see, we're no, trying to create a state. Here's the reason I think it's weird because they say it was a monumental failure, but that charted higher than some other songs that they released the singles that are more well-known which is weird you, you mark, know mark, what let you know what we need what do you think about it's my life it's the greatest song ever they should have released it would have changed mm -hmm. <laughs> love it okay just had to get that out but but that, that came out after the uh, the wow album uh, version no right? no, no I, I yeah it's just you know that's the running joke one of the many running jokes is that Mark's love for It's My Life and how it would have changed Kiss's history if they released it. That's a great song. It is a great song. I just played it this yeah. week. Yeah, it is a great song. Lisa, you're not drinking White Claw, are you? What are you drinking? I can't say. You got to say Corona. 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 Corona, there Corona you go. Premier. Yeah. Sorry, I was you swallowing you when you asked. Corona? Shut up, Tommy. 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 <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta and be I, quicker on those, Tommy. I was, I, I was just like, I'm not gonna say anything today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question nine. Who gets for Mark? It? Mark. Okay, Mark. Most of most of Ace Frehley's 1978 solo album was recorded at the Colgate Mansion in Sharon, Connecticut. What song was recorded from scratch at Plaza Sound in New York City? Was it A. Fractured Mirror? B, New York Groove, or C, Speeding Back to My Baby? Well, this is a good question. I, I honestly, I'm, because I've read a lot about that, and I, I know there's a geeky question like that. Um, one more time, because uh, uh, 
maybe that'll jar. That is a good question, actually, and I should know. Oh, that, but I don't right. think I do. Wow. No, that's a, see. This yeah. is a good kids question. Not how many times. Who the fuck knows that? But you, this is an actual, you, you knew it. You, you knew it. Knew it. You knew it. <laughs> Mark, an it, it's, it's about getting a state question. of mind. We're trying to get a state of mind where you can push away other answers. Well, oh, I got to hurry up because I got to pee. And I, you right. got to See, the thing for me about oh, all this is that you know all of this stuff and you knowingly want people to know this about you. Exactly. Exactly. All right. What was the question again? Uh, most, most of uh, so they they recorded the Colgate Mansion. They moved the yep. tapes over to Plaza Sound for overdubs, but they rebuilt the song from scratch. Recorded from scratch. Was it Fractured Mirror, New York Groove, or Speeding Back to My Baby? I think Fractured Mirror. No, I wouldn't guess that. What would you guess? I'd guess New York Groove. I would guess Speeding Whoa. Back to My Baby. I'd say New York Groove. Most of Ace Freely's 1978 solo albums recorded at the Colgate Mansion in Sharon, Connecticut. What song was recorded from scratch at Plaza Sound in New York City? You answered A, Fractured Mirror. It was B, New York Groove. Damn. You know what? I was, I was all kidding aside, that was going to be my, my next guess because Ace didn't want to do that. And that was really, he, no, that was Eddie Kramer, basically. It was actually, somebody told Kramer, I believe, Rob like Freeman should, or... should do that song. And then Ace didn't want to do it because when they listened back to, was it Hello? I think that was the name of the band. I don't know if you ever heard the version yeah. that Hello did. It's, it's, the, it's, it's exactly the same. I mean, I think you could put it on and most people wouldn't even know it was different. You know what I mean? Because they really captured that song, you know, verbatim how it was. But anyways... Wah-wah. I got to pee. I'll be right back. Okay. There's a tonality when Ace sings that I say that I like. I feel like cocaine comes out of my speakers, whether he's on drugs or not. He just has this behind the beat when he sings thing that I love that nobody sings like Ace. Nobody yeah. just puts it where Ace puts it. Um, okay. Lisa. Who, Lisa. Lisa. Uh, oh. I actually got that other one right. I knew that answer. You did. About, you did. Uh, this one might not be, you know, uh, this is another tough one. I always you can skip say. around, Jeff. You can skip yeah. around. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to 11. Let's okay. go. This one goes to 11. Okay. Um, when Kiss hinted at a full scale reunion with their shocking appearance at the Grammys in 1996 with Tupac Shakur, who did they present the Grammy to? Was it A, the Rembrandts, B, all for one? Or C, Hootie and the Blowfish. Tough competition. What year is this again? 1996. Okay. When, when Kiss showed up at the Grammys to shock the people. Right. Give me the, what are the choices one more time? We got the Rembrandts. I believe it was the theme from Friends. Yep. Great song. Uh, all for one, all, whatever that band is, and uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Man, the gears are working in Lisa's head. Yeah, I have no idea because I don't remember. Um, I'm going to go with the Rembrandts. 11. When Kiss hinted at a full-scale reunion with their shocking appearance at the Grammys in 1996 with Tupac Shakur, who did they present the Grammy to? You answered A, the Rembrandts. It was C, Hootie and the Bolo Fish. Let her cry. Ooh. Whatever. Moving on. All right. Moving on. I'm over three. Do you have to go pee now, too? No, I'm good. I'll hold okay. it in. You're holding it. Tommy, oh. you're up. 
<laughs> okay, this is uh, directly from Alan Belisha's Kiss in Japan book, The Spectacular. The guy who promises to print up books and he delivers. And he delivers. Yes. Right. Yeah, speaking, can I stop just for one second before you go into that question? For those of you that have not seen Hitler Reacts to the Magic book, Google it. It is go, go, absolutely go on, you, go on YouTube and look right, for the video, right Hitler Reacts to the Magic book. Okay. It, it was, it's a, a movie about Hitler that was filmed in German. And for years now, people have taken the clip of him losing his mind in the war room and making it Hitler reacts to this and Hitler reacts to that. And whoever did that, I got to tell you, it's freaking brilliant. Okay. So, I just wrote it down. Before we go on to that question, can we just get a tally of, of like how many everybody got? Because I just want to make sure I'm not the only one that didn't get any answers. Um, Captain are. Jeff would almost have to give that to because I didn't write who. Well, Mark has got two out of three. I'm over for three. I think one for three, aren't you, Michael? I got one right. I don't know. I'm not even keeping score. I'm just watching the meltdowns yeah. happen. Yeah, That's yeah all this, this is about. It's well, way you know too why I got two out of three, don't you? Because I look like Milo. <laughs> So yeah. Jeff, please continue. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy okay. You're up. I think more than the Lords of Anarchy guy. I keep thinking you're, I'm. I'm talking to the, the no, yeah, it, Sons of Anarchy guy, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, unfortunately, from the waist up. That's oh it. man. <laughs> Ron in his kazoo. Ron at the rainbow. Sorry, Liz. The first Kiss fanzine was published in Japan. Believe it or not, in That's September. 1975. Mark, do you own any of those? Yeah, I do. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, do you own? Do you own them? I don't any own all of them, but I own some of them. Incredible. It was named "Come On." Yeah. Where did its name originate? Did it originate from A when Paul Stanley exclaims "Come On" in "Hotter Than Hell," the song? B is it from the song title "Come On and Love Me," or C is it a garbled translation of the word "cool"? I would say C. The first fanzine, Kiss fanzine, was published in Japan in September 1975. It was named Come On. Where did its name originate? You answered. What was the answer? Did, you, did he go with C? C. 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 It is a garbled translation of the word cool, which I like because he tried to get in their mindset. It is A when Paul Stanley exclaims, Come on, in the song Hotter Than Hell directly from look Alan. they could make uh, Alan, it up learn and no something one new every day no alan one would know. know hold on did you get this straight from alan where, i yes. want to know where you got yes right right here. Here. do i hold on do i get a bonus point for knowing where you got that from no because he mark, mentioned mark, it before mark wants to take credit for yeah, going against the rules Make yeah. it known. Mark, it's a big picture, and your mindset seriously is blowing my mind. It's you're, it's not about facts and numbers. You're you're, you're con it's the concept and what we're putting out from these answers to people that we're learning. You're 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 blowing my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm loving this. Okay, so and by the way, I don't know if it's ever been my, my rock and roll dad was was Kim Fowley, and he used to tell me stories. Does, has anybody ever said King of the Nighttime World for a fun fact of how it was written? The line "You're my headlight queen." Did anybody ever is that in I, Kiss? No, know. I, I read that, and I read that seriously. All kidding aside, I, I did read that. I don't remember verbatim what it's from, but yeah, I, I did read that though. 
Kim used to tell me, he's like, oh, man, because he would teach me how to songwrite. And he said, uh, Ezrin was just nice. And I didn't well, play. Stop for a second. Was that because it was a girl doing something? In yes. Front of a car? Yes. Yes. Look, he he had a he, I didn't know if it was a, he said a girl. You, yeah. There That's you go. good. A girl used to like to give him oral sex in yes. front of headlights in the studio. And that yep. was the, the you're the king of the, you know. I see. I mean, is that can that be my question? Because then ding, ding, ding. I got it no, right. That, that was genius. I didn't even know if that was written anywhere just from his mouth to mouth. You know? Throw one to Mark. I, Throw one I, to I love the fact that Mark is sitting here going, who would want to know all of this stuff? He knows it all. <laughs> and he knows it all. <laughs> and now people know he knows this. Oh, man. That's my question. I want I want fucking three out of four. At least it's next. That was difficult. And I knew that one. Oh, God, Mark. <laughs> All, All right, right. he's gonna give me a fucking catalog number okay. question. I know, oh, I know only one. Oh. Yeah, exactly. No, no, UPC no. symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's trying to pick his own questions. Yeah. Who play, okay, you will not find this answer on the episode titled Three Sides Ghost Musicians on Love Gun, but this is a question. <laughs> that was one of our best episodes yeah, that was ever. There where no ghost musicians appear, just Izzy Presley stuff in his face. Exactly. How long? Oh, <laughs> did did that episode piss off some people? Uh, it pissed off me. I was excited, and then wow. sitting there going, "What here? the hell am I watching? Do I have to watch all of this to get to the great stuff?" Well, yeah. I think nope. I was in Florida for that one too. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah. Oh, I don't even think we talked, Kiss. How the fuck you? Ever no, no, this? there wasn't. We 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 didn't record. And instead of skipping that week, I was like, hey, guys, what Izzy on. I'll just take eating. Izzy's video that he posted live of him eating. All right. The answer. Hold on. I'm like the great Carmack. Hold on. How the many answer ounces? is 7-Eleven. How many ounces nope. was the steak? Yeah. <laughs> it was like a 96 ounce steak that he couldn't get through. And I was just like, hey, Izzy, can we post that as our new episode? And he's like, sure. Oh, my God. That's funny. All right. All who right. plays this? Who plays the distinctive congas on 1977's "Almost Human" from the album "Love Gun"? Are we talking Corky Stasiak, Jimmy Malin, or C. Peter Chris? Okay. So the first, my first comment would be, "There's Congo drums." I, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. that because that's one of the cool parts of the song. All, all, all right. Amazing. So, yeah. So, real quick, who were the choices again? Ricky Bert. Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, that's, Gene, I'm hoping the club. <laughs> that's D, that's D. Uh, Corky Stasiak, the well-known engineer. B. Jimmy Malin, who I first heard of when I heard Lynn Christopher on Three Sides of the Coin, or C. Peter Chris. I know. Who's the question for? I'm just gonna say this just to piss people off. It couldn't have been Peter Chris. Yeah, correct. Been... That that one's right out of the gate. <laughs> I'll go with A. Going with Corky. Yeah, I'm sure Mark knows. Huh? Do you know Mark? I know it's not Peter Chris. Who plays the distinctive congas on 1977's Almost Human from the album Love Gun? Like when people talk of congas and productions on Kiss albums, when I was a kid, it was just like fucking, it's like Spider-Man's production or how they drew him. It was so much larger. I agree with you. I couldn't have heard congas. Um, it was, you answered A, Corky Stasiak. That'd be weird being named Corky. Um, B, it was Jimmy Malin. I would have picked Corky too, just because it sounded like Corky. Cor yeah. Corky, Corky was the, the only like you better be able to play too. congas good if you're named Corky exactly. to make it in the That's why yeah. I would have picked it. I was like, I would have picked Corky. You would compensate with conga playing. It was. It wasn't like, man, Corky and, plays and, a mean lead. Jeff, yeah. 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 you ever use this question again? 
definitely throw Ricky Ricardo in Ricky, as yeah, an option I will, because I, I would have gone there. Okay. <laughs> you know, we, we often talk about the over-enthusiastic side guys in 78 and 80s bands, like the over-enthusiastic keyboard player, and then Corky would be it. I would, just the type of name. Oh, yeah. Over I just wanted his name in the quiz because he's uh, he's engineered a few Kiss albums and yeah. semi-legendary. So. Yep. Also, right. get some Aerosmith records, too. Very Ooh. Mark, are you ready? Huh? Are you ready? <clears throat> All right. And, and I'm going right. to get another. How many times did Ace yeah. take a yeah. piss during? No. Give Mark the Tom Shannon question about. No, no. he oh. gets my, he gets I, I my tell question. You, analog number, I am done. Turn no, it's, it, it, oh man, it, 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 it's for about First Kiss, Last Licks. Are you familiar with that record? I do, I have it. Okay, very good. So First Kiss, Last Licks, a promo only 1990 LP. That's correct. For, Featured rare and early Kiss demos, mixed in with a Killers era track, and the then new Hot in the Shade tracks. Which Hot in the Shade song is not featured on the album? Is A, Prisoner of Love not on it? B, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell not on it? Or C, Betrayed? One more time. So which song is not on it? A, Prisoner of Love, B, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell, or C, Betrayed? Well, I know Betrayed's on it for sure. Um, I'm going to say Prisoner of Love. Mark, are you getting tired, buddy? You okay? Everything okay over there? I'm fucking rocking, man. You should not. No, I can tell. You got a belly full of I, crap. I, I, I can tell. First oh, no, kiss. I'm gonna, dude, I ate too much fucking crap. Hey, the, hey, Captain, the next, the next time we get to Mark, we skip to my question 21. Um, okay. First okay. kiss, last licks, a promo. Only 1990 LP featured rare and early Kiss demos mixed with a Killers era number and the then new Hot in the Shade tracks. Which hit song is not featured on the album? He answered, what was it again? A, a Pri Prisoner, Prisoner of, of Love. Love. It was B, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell. Eh. Eh. Which, which is my favorite song on Hot in the Shade. Yeah. Somewhere Between Heaven who, and Hell. Who, who, was that Social Distortion first or uh, Kiss first? Who stole that? Everything's taken from a collective Lisa, consciousness. We're talking okay. hot in the shade. Can you give us a little bit of read my body? No. Everyone no. steals from oh. Please, please. No. Please. <laughs> Michael. Hot in the shade is so no. amazing. That's Are my you favorite kidding kiss. me? Hold on. First, you said that fucking uh, theater of shame, as I call it, was amazing. And you like hot in the shade, too? I don't like it. I fucking love it. Oh, love look it. at the time, guys. You know what <laughs> Great meeting you guys. <laughs> oh, Christ. Thank you. All right, let's move on. This is uh, directly from Dr. Fuck, Ralph Vieira. Oh, your favorite boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> when Ralph Vieira asked Gene Simmons at the Miami Vault Experience in January 2018 where Gene was when he heard that John Lennon was shot, what was Gene's response? Was it A? Was he A, in bed with Cher? B, at a steakhouse watching Monday Night Football? Or C, was he recording vocals for Unmasked? Roll something. Are you dreaming about Ralph right now? I am. <laughs> in my head in the freezer. Well, I know, I was gonna say, that should have been the question <laughs> that Ralph would have asked Gene. Do you have any women's heads in your freezer? gonna think we froze i'm gonna go with 
Hold on. I got to think. I got to think about it. Give me a minute. I know it's not one of them. I'm gonna, I I'm know gonna go, it's not I'm one go, of them. <laughs> I'm going to go see. I'm going to go see. Which is, is uh, uh, it's the wrong calendar for C. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I was thinking in my head, because I, I don't think he was in bed with Cher. Are we letting Lisa take a mulligan here? I'm going to go. I'm going to go in bed with Cher. I mean, I'm going to go in bed with Cher. Yeah, you can go okay. to bed with Cher. Go in bed with Anytime. Cher. Anytime. Who wants to go to bed with Cher? If I could turn back, shot in the shade. Um, when Ralph Vieira asked Gene Simmons at the Miami Vault Experience in January 2018 where Gene was when he heard that John Lennon was shot, what was Gene's response? You answered in bed with Cher. A, it was in bed with Cher. Yeah, boom. Wow, I, I, I would have gone B. No. Does Gene like sports? I, don't, I know he owns sports no, bars. Right, and but he, he, it might have been in the background. Is all I'm thinking. Right. But yeah, the, he, he, uh, Ralph pestered Gene with these questions, and uh, there's audio of that. it. Who's next? Tommy. All right, Tommy, since I saw you here, I saw you that night. We were checking out the Sin City Sinners. This is 2014 yeah. at the Kiss Las Vegas residency at the Hard Rock Hotel in November 2014. What did Kiss give away on stage on opening night? Did they give away A, a signed Paul Stanley guitar, B, a signed Eric Singer snare drum, or C, was it a house to a Purple Heart veteran? C. All right. 16. At the Kiss Las Vegas residency at the Hard Rock Hotel in 2014. I love my little Kiss Do Not Disturb sign I got when I stayed there. What did Kiss give away on stage on opening night? You answered C, a house to a Purple Heart veteran. It was C, a house to a Purple Heart veteran. All right. Woo. Followed I, by the Pledge of Allegiance. What, yep. what, what, what I, Tommy and I went to Vegas together, and the one thing I remember is we were sitting in the restaurant at the Hard Rock, and we were just watching Kiss fans, like, steal, steal shit. everything. <laughs> like, the table tents, everything that had Kiss on it. They were stealing menus. It was just crazy. <laughs> Man, stole a few things to give to Mark. Yeah, yeah. my fa my favorite like thing was the, the sign, card and, yeah, and the sign that said "No gaming and kiss makeup." Oh yep. my God! Do you, do you, hey do you do any of you have a plan when Captain Jeff and I go see Kiss? We have a very strong merch plan. We 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 get there for doors and we go to the second stand just because I'm not going to spend the whole night the online. We have a real and 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 we make real quick decisions on what shirts we're going to buy. Do you guys have a merch game or do you get some let in early or something like that? For me personally, I usually and unless, unless I know that there's something that is only being sold on the road, I don't buy anything at the merch stands. I just go buy it online. Yeah, I see. We have a thrill. That's that's, and then you, and then we complain about the kids today. I, I sit up at night resting that I didn't pull the trigger on the creature shirt. Oh yeah, um, and I, I heard the. I usually wait till the end of the show as people are leaving, and it, once it starts to clear out, and then I'll pick something. But don't you feel defeated if they don't have your size? I do. I'll buy a freaking extra extra large if I wanted that. They, bad. Typically, I don't. That's I right. haven't run into that problem. Okay. Captain you know, Jeff, I guess with Kish, Captain Jeff goes with an intensity. When he buys the poster or anything paper, he actually, if it's wrinkled, he sends it, he, he goes through a process. It's kind of amazing to watch. I it, bet Mark's like that too. I am. But, but you that's know, another like reason. Said, all kidding aside, 
I, I tour books and posters. I always make sure that I, as I'm walking out, because yeah. I don't understand why people they won't destroy. let you bring tubes in anymore. You know what I and, mean? Uh, and you, people pour a beer on it. It, it. Stuff just happens when you have it early. This has, this has beer beer marks on it. That's yeah. I'll, exactly. I'll triple bag it. So I'll put it in a bag and then I'll put the flap down in the next bag and then I'll flip put this so it's like triple bag so I don't it doesn't get yucky. His fans are just nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I do that with you know pretty much anything that an event like that, if I'm gonna get shirts, I, I buy everything on the way out. No, I'm I mean, with you though, because I'm a big guy and a lot of times these legacy acts don't realize they got a lot of fat old fans. I'm one of them. I mean, you remember, we, when the, remember when the tour books are like this big? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, we could all probably remember back to when they wouldn't give you bags uh-uh. at the merch stand. Around. I mean, yeah. I, I remember my very first Kiss concert, The Creatures. I bought the tour book, the hat, uh, and probably two shirts. And it's all loose items. And now I'm going to, to the show, and I'm like, how the hell do I keep this stuff safe i'm not sitting it on the chair behind me because i'll oh, turn it'll around be and it'll be gone i'll be gone so you guys are guys and girls are all going after captain jeff you still back me with before because i i my heart would especially before. like kiss and mate yeah because kiss and maiden if i lose a shirt that i really want i'll just go nuts like and especially a maiden show it's just but it depends if it's one of the city shirts you know the ones that were yeah 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 made. I'll get that as soon as I walk in the door because they do sell out. Totally, yeah. totally. I got yeah. my Kiss New like, Jersey shirt. Yeah. You're right. Good point. So, like, when I went to Boston, I got the Boston one. When I went to Pittsburgh, I got the Pittsburgh one. Now, the programs, it depends on, you know, where I'm sitting or, the you know, if I can, if I know it'll be in a safe spot. But uh, but other than that, I, I grab those shirts quickly. If or I try to score the venue posters. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I try to get. Yeah, that's a smart one. Yeah. And do you go, you go after or before? You go before with that, right? No, after. Like, well, during, sometimes during. You know, during, no during, yeah. no line, no line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll have yeah. second thoughts and dip back in during the but show. I've sent Mark a couple things, you yes, know, yes, that are really cool. In, uh, like Santa Claus. By the way, speaking of creature stuff, I'm going to give, I'm going to throw a question out. Because like I said, I don't have to follow the rules. And I'm not today. Oh, oh. On the creatures tour. I feel like I'm what? with the big kid in a gang could be with you, Captain <laughs> Jeff, and I'm the little weak guy. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. Which official, which official item sold at the merch booth on the Creatures of the Night tour? Only one item had Ace Frehley on. The tour uh, book. Was it the, loud, the loudest band in the world poster? That was Risby? not sold at the, at the venue. The tour Risby? book. Are we going to get an answer? Yeah. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear something. No one knows. I'm going to go tour book. Nope. The, the, the cover was uh, just. Oh, uh, okay. So, so, so you're going by what is on the outside. On the outside. You, okay. There's only one item that had Ace Frehley. Because I was changing the rules and saying, well, Ace Frehley was inside the tour. Correct. Book. He was. But this is when you went to the merch stand. There's only genius one question. On genius question. I, I'm a Captain Jeff is sweating right no now. No fucking clue. Any clue, Captain Jeff? No, I I gave my shot. It was it was the button. Oh, that was good. But you so could have to be the Mark, next Mark question, Mark right? Owns, that one right? counts. 
That counts now for me. He that gets was, a point. No, no, no. no I'm coming at you. Point. That was an A, B, or C. That if you gave A, B, or C, you could have taken that. But you yeah, didn't exactly. do that, man. No you context. got me there. You know what? You're right. Because I think I think had we did an A, B, and C, you guys would have got it. Because that everyone knows. Yeah, that I that was weird. I remember when I got that because my hat had like the tag. I got the hat. I got um, obviously the tour book, and the, I had got I got the jersey, and I got the T-shirt, and those both had Vinnies. Uh, image. When they came to Detroit, by the time that was uh, mid-February, everyone, I mean, if you paid attention, you were a geek like myself, you knew Vinny, you knew Ace was gone. I, I've talked to so many people like, I had no idea. And I'm like, yeah, that's... I mean, if you read the, the trade magazines and stuff, I mean, they but a lot of people didn't. And, and a lot of people lived in areas where they couldn't get that stuff. So I, no, no, no. I realized I live in a big city. I was very, yeah, lucky. I thought I, you know, I still to this day will remember when i saw the concert ad and it was vinnie's photo i'm like oh that must just be ace with new makeup really i'm a kid i'm a kid why, why? hold on you weren't a kid you were 16 17 but that's a kid vincent cusano creeping up before that that name on a few albums before was that on an out or was that name? well you know it's funny you said that because i i got the the um vinnie a piece record because i'm a or excuse me the, the carmine a piece record and, you know, that's when I started going, when I was reading the jacket on Creatures of the Night, I'm like, Vincent Cassano, I know who the, and sure enough, he played guitar on Carmine's record. Oh, okay. And, I, and, and it was funny because the rest of Carmine's band, or a good portion of them, were from Alice's band from Flush the Fashion. And I remember going, wow, this is kind of a, because, you know, I'm a big Alice Cooper fan too. I'm like, wow. And that record, uh, Carmine's first record, solo record, really had the same tones as like. What uh, year was the Carmine solo record? Eighty one. See, because I had I went to see Nugent one of my first concert on the Nugent tour, the Bounding Guy record, yeah. And and That's I went. With, uh, Derek St. Holmes was in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went and saw him in a convention hall with Crocus opening, and I thought it was ACDC. And you might as well. <laughs> and, and, and I remember I got the tour book, and it said Carmen of Pieces, the natural heir to Bonham's throne. But Carmen had his own like merch booth and, yeah. and he was with vanilla fudge just something like my dad would like like that's not like but but you started to go there's something about this guy that's fucking crazy yeah yeah i saw that tour at kobo that was that was a lot. oh mean that was a mean that's a really good record I tell oh you, it's so good i did the song tail gunner i highly yeah. recommend that tune yeah. just fucking rocks man i love that oh man all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I've, got, I've got time for one more, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, let me well, give let, him a, let, let, let's want one more for me, and then it's you, Mark. Okay. 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 All right. This is uh, concerns one of the rarest Kiss albums in the world. Oh, I've this got is, no clue. This is 1982's "The Best of Kiss," a Japan-only LP, considered one of the rarest Kiss albums in the world, fetching about five thousand dollars right now. It leads off with what track? And it's called The Best of Kiss. Is it A, Strutter 78, B, Shandy, or C, I Was Made for Loving You? I think I know that one. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to follow Mark's lead here and play by my own rules. D, Crazy Crazy Nights. I think it's B. Isn't it B? Britt? I got no oh. clue. Okay. You don't want to take a guess? Uh, I'll, I'll go with Mark's answer, B. Wait a minute. What's the, what's the title? What's the album again? No Googling, Lisa. Lisa. I'm, not, just, I'm not. I'm just asking. One just sold to a gentleman out in New Hampshire for a little over five grand. 
And what was the, the title of the album? The, the, the best, best of Kiss. Kiss. Okay, all right. That's it's funny. got a Jeff horrible cover. It looks like a, a Is this a Tom Shannon yeah. question? <laughs> this is an Alan Belisha question. Okay, yes. all right. Okay, did we get an answer? I'm so confused. I'm, I'm going B. with B. We're all going B. Okay, we B. B. Okay, 1982's The Best of Kiss, a Japan-only LP considered one of the rarest Kiss albums in the world, leads off with what track you answered, B. Shandy. It was actually B. Shandy. Yes. All right. The reason Do I know I my Kiss trivia or oh, you, not? You ought to fucking no. cop my fucking answer. Okay, so Mark, that, Mark, get ready. The, the, the fucking on. encore. Somebody made me a, a cassette of that. I mean, this is before anyone knew that was like, a, you know, gonna. this is in the 80s. Someone wow. made me a cassette copy of that, and it was photocopied. I just wanted it just to have, and I just remember Shandy being the first. Right. So do, You don't own it? I do not. No, that's, okay. I'm not a big vinyl guy. Put it this way. I've, the vinyl that I do collect is, is very high end, and I do, but I'm not one of those guys that has to have, I've, I've got, well, like Tom's one of them catalog numbers the variant that it there's just a trademark r in this I, no uh-uh that's you know i that's, i just what are this i think it's cool as fuck that people care like that i'm not one of them but know? but you have the burns media record right? I, yes yeah which fact, is, speaking of tom i'm the one who alerted tom that's how he got his because i happened to see one i got mine years ago i got mine for like i was lucky i got for next to nothing Matter of fact, I played part of it on. on yep. our show. Yeah. Anyone who owns that's a god in my book. Yeah. Oh, there, there. That's. I tell you what. I. That's arguably. T T Tommy, isn't isn't Mark supposed to digitize that Burns Media so we can play it as a full episode? Wasn't he talking about doing that for us like five years ago? Yeah, but he doesn't. I could have swore do I sent you guys those. No. no. Oh All right. man, I, I'll send it's, it to you. It's it's right there with the three sides of the coin uh, floor mats. You guys got those. Oh, you know, I've actually I never sent, got one. I, I've sent that Burns Media to a few friends. No, you 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 didn't, and that would still be cool because we would do a whole show on that. You hold on, I got really quick. I can look in my iTunes if I have it. I'd send it right now. All right, we're gonna get ready for right, the next well, we question. Got, we got, we got, because Liz is drying her hair, and I gotta go after that. All right, we got one, one question for Mark, and this is what you gotta go. You wanted him to jump. You want the Brit special question? Yes, this is the question. This is about this the is Kiss Radio, Radio, Radio that I bought when it only played AM, like us all. I was really bummed. I've got my tape measure here. I've got my radio here from when I was a kid. Here's the question: What are the measurements of the 1977 You're Kiss kidding. AM radio? <laughs> Is it A, three by five, B, two and a quarter by four and a half inches, or C, is it four by six inches? Hold on, one more time. Because it's right. really, that's pretty this, small. This there. is a DJ Brit. That's what she said. Remember you were a kid, you thought it was like five feet tall and only played Kiss? <laughs> no, do, do, it, do it again, because that thing okay. is it's pretty tiny. Three inches, three that's inches by said. five she inches. Said. <laughs> three by five, two and a quarter by four and a half, or C, four by six. I'm gonna go with the two and a quarter by four and a half. Oh my God, you did it! You did it, dude! Dude, come <laughs> on, man, that, fucking, I just, Speechless. Why would anybody want to know this stuff? I don't know, Mark. Because does. I would have wanted to know when I bought it that it was that small. I thought it was like nine feet tall. I've heard more people complain that they were upset that it 
didn't play just, just kiss, kiss music. music. It's all kiss. Of course, of course. Hey guys, really enjoyed. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Fred man. And, uh, and uh, Mr. Jeff, Jeff. Yeah. thank you so much. As as you know, I I was just having some. Fun. Oh, it was okay. awesome! Yeah, Love yeah. it. Yeah. You got to come on abuse. our show and quiz uh, yeah. quiz the captain. Uh. Oh, that would be fun. I would, I would, uh, I would love the invite. You, you, you so. guys can come up with questions like about Wasp and Motley mm -hmm. Crue and Deep Purple. Yes, really, so, such an honor for real. This was yeah, like us being so on Johnny honor. Carson. This is Dream awesome. This is this Dream is awesome. Great. Give him a hail. As 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 Tommy knows, and I say this all the time, if I don't fuck with you, it means I don't like you. I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> So, All right, Mark, awesome. Mark, Mark, happy anniversary. Happy and anniversary. Go kill some, go kill some crap. Lovely Liz and I, this is our 30th wedding anniversary today. Today. Wow. Yes. So uh, uh, we're we're heading out here. Uh oh, here she comes. She looks dynamite. And I'm in my bra. That was guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happy anniversary. You've been up with him for 30 years. Woo. We've actually she, been together for, for, for 33, but we've been and, married. And she doesn't have to cook tonight. That's awesome. No, we're going where we, we got a nice sunset uh, dinner here uh, overlooking Clearwater Beach. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. Plenty yeah, of crab. Cool. Guys, if you don't know, when Mark's in Florida, you should be buying stock and seafood. Last night, last night, I did all you can eat crab. I even sent Tommy some pictures. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta go. Thank you for everything. Um, thank, right, you. thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Day. All right. Bye. Later, later, Mark. Bye, guys. Bye, Mark. Bye. All right. Let's do uh we can do a couple more questions okay. here. So Lisa, you're up. Uh, good, because I want Lisa to win. I mean uh get one right. Thanks. Rooting for Lisa. Okay, so this is Howard Marks. Anyone know who Howard Marks is? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> he has a co-writing credit on the song Charisma. What is another one of his claims to fame? A he appears in the Lick It Up video. B, he does backing vocals on War Machine, or C, does he play the father in the I Love It Loud video? Oh, he plays the father in the I Love It Loud video. Yay! Howard Marks yeah. is a co-writing credit on the song Charisma. What is another one of his claims to fame? You answered C, he plays the father in the I Love It Loud video. The answer was actually C, he plays the father in the I Love It Loud video. I Go, Lisa! Uh, uh, great, great job. I'm gonna we're gonna jump ahead uh, to 23. What? Who's got this one? Tommy. All right, Tommy. What is the Kiss connection to the television series The Facts of Life? Is it A. Tootie has a Kiss poster in her dorm. B. Lisa an knows. episode an episode centers around the girls going to New York City for a Kiss concert. Or C. Mindy Cohn, who plays Natalie, voices Velma in Scooby Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. I know this one. Son of a bitch. Yeah, but you just got the last one right. I know, but I'm happy I got another one. Play, play by Mark's rules and steal the answer. No, I'm not going to do that, but I do know the answer. I you think know, I know. Honestly, I have no idea. I've never watched that show, so um, <laughs> I'll guess C. Lisa, what would you have answered just to get it? I would have said C, too. She I, would have, I would have guessed C as well. What is the connection to the television series The Facts of Life and Who Didn't Have a Joe Crush? The you answered C. Mindy Cohn, who plays Natalie, voices Velma in Scooby-Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. The answer was C. Mindy Cohn, who plays <laughs> Natalie, voices Velma in Scooby-Doo and yep. Kiss Rock and Roll Great Mystery. Job. And 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 related to one of the answers, 
the episode of Benson was about the kids wanting to go to New York no, City. The to, little girl wanted to go to the go, Kiss concert. Go to go to a Kiss concert. But you could also Whoa. add another one though, because when it. Lisa Weschel had that show, she went and interviewed a huge Kiss fan with a whole like house full of stuff. Really? Yeah. My first ever crush was Lisa Welchell when she yep. was on the Mickey Mouse Club back in the day. Dude, I hope you were a teenager. <laughs> I think I was that... five. Perfect. Was okay, there any really kiss cool. connections to the White Shadow? I was just watching the White Shadow. I love that show. So good. I love right? that show. People don't know about that. Like, oh, it's phenomenal. Like people on P P PCP lifting cars and thinking they could fly. It was such a mean <laughs> show, right? It's just like that movie class in 1984 that had what's his name in both of them. Which oh, that's it? a messed up movie. I love that movie. That was... It's a good movie, but that's messed up a little. Wasn't there an Alice Cooper song in that? Yeah, movie? yeah. Take a uh, look at my uh, face. I am the future. Yeah. You are the future. No, I am the future. I am the future. Yes. Take a look at my face, cause I am the future. Oh, but Great you song. won't sing "Read My Body" to me, huh? No, you don't get no. That's special occasion only, Michael. Oh, what is more special than this group we've got right now? These guys are very. You, you would give us bragging rights if you did a little bit of it right now. Hi, right, let me think about. It. Let me get myself. Oh, Jeff, these are excellent questions. Uh, okay, I, I personally appreciate all of this, so just ignore Mark. Yeah. Okay. No, this is fine. No, 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 Mark, Mark, Mark made this what I had hoped it would be. Oh, oh totally. Yeah. This is a, this is the next best thing to fanboy. Exactly. Uh, Jeff Schroeder actually told me said when you go in. Don't be weak. You got to go hard. Don't He's be weak. <laughs> That's go what in she hard. said. Got to go hard. <laughs> got to go hard. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, so wow. Yeah. So made it funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Next Who's question. Up? Who's All up? Right, Michael, I'm you're up. up. I'm up. Michael, you're up. Okay. This is from uh, another legendary guest on Three Sides of the Coin, Dennis Wallach. What was the first album art director Dennis Wallach ever designed? Legendary career. Was it A, Kiss, Hotter Than Hell? B, Kiss Alive, or C, Humble Pie, Rockin' the Fillmore? So, it, first album he ever designed, not ever just designed. first Ever designed, yeah. Wow. Get in the mindset. I, I would, I'm going to guess Humble Pie, just because that's kind of out there. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed too. See, and we connect humble pie to kiss, love and humble pie. That you did, you just gotta. That's the yep. mindset you have to go with the yep. captain. What was the first album art director Dennis Woolwich ever designed? You answered C, humble pie, rock in the Fillmore. It was C, humble pie, rock in the Fillmore. You know what? That's wrong. It's Kiss Alive. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was Kiss Alive. <laughs> I'm looking. I, I, yeah. Anyway, oh, can we edit that out? No. Um, no. You, no, no, that's no, the beauty of this show is you get all parts. No, I, I apologize. I had the wrong answer highlighted. Oh, man. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We're all we're all in this. Do I do I lose my point, though? No, no. we'll give you the point. No. We'll give you the point. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, and then I got one last question. It's uh, related to Kiss Japanese singles. Okay, Lisa, you're up. Why do I get this one? Because it's right, this rotation. Is be, this is a group effort. All right, we'll do a good right. effort. Okay. Collective Conscious. Rock and Roll All Night was the first Kiss 7-inch released in Japan in 1975. What was the last? Was it A, Turn On The Night, B, Tears Are Falling, or C, Let's Put The X In Sex? I would go with 
Turn on the night. What number one was that, Jeff? 22. 22. I'm going to say tears are falling. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to just do X and sex. Why don't we just all pick one? Well, someone okay. got it right. Well, yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll all night was the I first kiss. Seven me. inch released in a pan. What was the last? It was a turn on the night. I, and I, I all, that was a guess only because they toured for crazy nights over mm -hmm. in Japan. So I would have figured that the label would have done something. That was, cool. I mean, I don't know that. I never knew that for sure, but I just guessed. According to Alan, that's the last one they printed up on the seventh single. Yep. Yeah, he would know. I was in a big Hollywood microcosm of Kiss. And did, did have you guys ever addressed that Gene produced the Electric Angels and the song Let's Put the Who Put the Hex in Sex and then put that song out after? Has that ever been addressed? I don't think I knew Doesn't that. Doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. And that I, Jonathan I, Angel. I know, I, know, I know the Electric Angels. I don't know if i ever knew that he had produced a song by them yeah he worked with the electric angels and that i mean maybe an urban legend was that yeah he took that you put the hex in sex that was one of their songs and jonathan angel now manages like fallout boy and every oh, yeah, one of those yeah. yeah so uh yeah that that was a piece of hollywood history i don't know if they paid for that to go away or what but, was that yeah. song released on one of their albums no i never I, I haven't found it i've been digging for it but as a kid going to see them they played it. it was one of their big songs yeah you, well, you, you know, put the hex and sex and that's the hard part about doing this show is, is that we've had so many phenomenal guests and so much incredible minutiae like when we first started the show we never realized we would get in as deep as we've gone with all the minutiae and learned as much as we have it's just hard to retain all that so i don't know how mark remembers half of that stuff it, it's it, a mindset, I think, because I don't with crew and, and Captain Jeff does. I think it's a it's it's like it's all going to school. It's your mindset of how you how you, you know, really. Or is it just because you got nothing else in your life? Oh, baby. bingo. <laughs> but, but then Mark doesn't like Mark doesn't collect the stuff or doesn't care how he listens like me. I don't care about my stereo system. I, like I uh, right. I gave Captain Jeff. I got the Peter Chris. I had the guy from Blue Pit yeah, Records on. Tony Nicole Tony Records. Yeah. Yeah, and I gave it to him just knowing that he would appreciate the number being his birth year and stuff. As whereas, yeah. To me, it would just it might sit in a corner. Well, that's a name from the past, Tony Nicole Tony. Wow. That's. But I mean, I've listened to three sites since 2012, and how much money have I spent directly? related to the show concert tickets i books, was gonna say money supporting shirts. us i don't know i haven't gotten it yet not much going to three sides but kiss Why is benefiting you? well and you know and it's fun for us i some of the i mean we get a lot of really nice emails and letters from people and amazing touching ones and of course those are by far the the most uh, incredible because they're truly heartfelt people that are you know going through problems in their life or all these different things but the close second right behind that is people that I stumbled across your podcast and I used to be a kiss fan and I wasn't, and now I am again. And you kind of helped reignite that passion I had as a kid. To me, that's as cool as it gets, you, you know, and going beyond what Tommy just said, because those are amazing. We've gotten an occasional email from somebody who's like, you know, I stumble across you on YouTube. I'm not a kiss fan. I don't like the band. Yeah. But I love listening to you. Oh, yeah. That's I even mean, more disturbing. We are extremely entertaining. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, yep. all, and it's, it's heavy. You can explain it. You want, Jeff, you went through some heavy stuff 
a few years ago, family yeah. stuff and three yeah. sides was you're, when I would see you just you like, dude, I'm just listening to three sides mellowing out. You're and it it kind of helped yeah. pull you through what you went through. And that means the world to me, that kind of thing that we yeah. can we can reach people and help help you through because it works for me the same way. I'm having problems and and to come here on a Tuesday and hang out with with, you know, all of us is it's a great thing. It, I think it's it's a positive thing that you can always feel better about being involved oh yeah so hopefully we'll have a bunch of people yelling at the screen here on this week's show uh blurting out and their how answers. much i sucked to yeah oh no, everybody was great no. tommy I regarding it, regarding okay. your problem tommy is it still dripping yes <laughs> actually you know why it was late today you'll love this so there's a buyer who purchased a house or he's in contract purchase and the seller went out uh, over the weekend and rode his motorcycle without a helmet on got in an accident now he's in a coma oh my god Jesus. so so how do you solve that problem because you don't have a power of attorney so no one can sign for the poor guy he's in a coma he might be you know paralyzed or or, or worse if he comes out of it but then at the same time the buyer is like well what do you do so that was what i was working on before we, we uh, started fun stuff Wow. Yeah, man. But yeah, People I mean, wear a you know, if you're going to ride a motorcycle, God the, the, I mean, this show is just blow off steam, have fun. You know, again, it's so cliche, but this is exactly how you would probably act if you went and hung out in a bar tonight with your friend and just was listening to the cover band or the jukebox or whatever, and you're just talking shit. But you the know, only... Michael, we all hung out like this once before, all four mm -hmm. of us. And this is exactly yeah. what we did. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. Exactly the only difference, what we did. though, is whoever got the, the question wrong would have had to have taken a shot. <laughs> yes, so exactly. Over by now. Oh, I you know what? I didn't even think of that. We could have. All right. You guys are we'll coming back. In the future. Michael, didn't you do a show like that once? Drop the needle? We were gonna. Tom, well, Tommy and I planned on doing it, but we were jokingly playing with. Um, Remember the Creatures of the Night double grooved 12-inch uh, that they released? It was autographed on one side. Their oh, autographs were... The Cruise. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is back when oh, Creatures too. came out. So it, the back side had no music on it. Their autographs were printed into the vinyl. And the other side was double grooved with I Love It Loud and probably Rock and Roll All Night. Rock and roll all night. So depending on where you drop the needle on that double groove, you didn't know quite what song you were getting. So we played around for like 10 minutes of like, oh, let's drop it and guess. Let's drop it and guess. Drinking that game. That wasn't on then. And that's a, no. that would be awesome. So guys, Get you're coming needle. back okay. and we're turning this Sounds into good. a drinking game. Okay. <laughs> and, trivia. And the, trivia uh, drink. Yes. Right. I will be trash. Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be the mediator because I used up all my drink cards at the rainbow. So I'm going to be the mediator. I'll keep you all in that, line. That's and fine. We'll, we that's will fine. get read my body. Oh, that, and that, you, yes, that episode yes. read my body will come out in its fullest. And, so, right. Jeff, you have to come up with a whole new set of questions. Oh, he will. As he really, this, this was stressful. This was, this yeah. was like, <laughs> you, and you, what you were saying about being in a bar, our show, what I really want to feel like with my adult friends is like, I didn't go out in high school and party that much. I went to someone, Greg Blackman's house 
and we watched um, Headbangers Ball. It was the yeah, greatest joy in the world. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we just argued, and the scatterbrain, they shouldn't be on it. Like, you know, and, and then this guy liked something Halloween, but I liked crew. And that was what an amazing Friday night or Saturday night, whatever night it was on, was, yeah. was just gathering around Headbangers Ball. And it's still the greatest feeling. And I always say, you, the, the less you let down your 16-year-old self, the happier you are. If you're, your 16-year-old self will be like, you guys are up talking about kids still yep. love it high five right well, we, we, we say that all the time it's it's like our 12 year old self would be just laughing and going you guys are fucking great love and then it, we get then it. we get the, the, the then we get the the haters who are like who wants to be 12 years old again i'm like i do i got nothing against remembering what great time it was Oh, well, the haters are, you know, that was like the thrashers that hated me for liking crew. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, like you lead haters, they make it fun. They yeah, make gotta it have them. Gotta the have con- them. as long as you can handle them. Um, guys, before we uh, wrap here, I'll give you each an opportunity to plug URLs, plug anything you want to plug. It's all Brit. Our listeners. Go for it, Brit. Metal Social Sunday on Twitch and Metal Social Sunday on YouTube. Just just check us out. We'd love for you to join the party and uh, just come and hang out, man. We just we have a, a rock and roll party. It's very interactive. And a lot of people say they don't want another app on their phone. Trust me. It's a great time. It's fun. Yes. Yes. No, it's live, right? So you can interact in real time. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really is. It really is a cool, fun time. And and, and uh, we have a lot of cool guests and stuff. And, and it's it's just a good hang like you guys and just people interact. And we we did. We took a lot from watching you and just mm-hmm. seeing the joy that you gave Captain Jeff and just like, let's try this. And just we just keep hanging and evolving. And, and and the thing that you guys do that and girls do, it's just the comedy. We need some comedy with the metal. And everybody here has got such a great personality. And that's why it works. Just some good comedy along yeah, with you, the love. You, you, you're right. It's personality and chemistry, but we've always said you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Oh, I mean, totally. yeah, we're going to laugh at other Kiss fans, but we laugh at ourselves just as much. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. me more than anybody. So. Oh, man. Yeah. You, I you, mean, you know, Lisa, it's hummingbird season, right? Yep. And, you know, be careful how far you walk out into the ocean. <laughs> These are God, inside could you jokes. Ima- Lisa, could you imagine how terrified you would be if there were hummingbirds at the ocean? In the ocean? Yeah. No. You know, I, the, the, Jaws ruined the ocean for us and put a f- fear in us. I wish we could ruin something for the modern kid the way that Jaws ruined the ocean Jaws for us. It didn't bother me. It had, it had no effect on me whatsoever because it was like not a big shark's going to come up and eat me. Oh, that's well, a good mindset. Yeah, so you're worried you know, about I was, hummingbirds? I was, I was in Minnesota, so I'm like, well, no sharks. In <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh. So I don't There's care. no shark coming through Pittsburgh. I don't care what your problem is out on the East Coast. That's your problem. No no movies ruin your psyche of anything? I mean, nothing ruins. You know, here, the one movie that as a kid, and a lot of people probably will have no clue, there was a made-for-TV movie in the 70s called Killdozer. Oh, what the hell it was that? it was about a giant uh bulldozer oh my that god michael plows into a meteor that had fallen onto this island and the meteor made the killdozer come to life and stalk and kill all the construction workers who were trapped on this island that that was more realistic to you than jaws that's pre christine wow I yeah like that. because there's bulldozers in Minnesota. There's no 
again, there's no sharks in Minnesota. So you were scared of bulldozers growing up? I was, I was just like scared. It's like, oh, my God, that big-ass bulldozer. I love it. And as a, as a little kid, every boy loves tractors and bulldozers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like, holy crap, it could come alive and chase me and not let love not it. give up until it kills me. All right. That's, that's fair enough. Now, you say I go back you? and I watch that movie now. Oh my God, is it so cheesy bad? But <laughs> just like as a kid, man, that that freaked the hell out of me. Lisa, any movies that ruin your psyche as a kid? Uh, Friday the third, not Friday the thirteenth. Um, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh, okay. That okay. one, that one got me. And what did it get you scared of? Basements and, and like furnaces, docking. No, if I die. If I fell asleep, I was going to get murdered in my dreams. That was that's some scary shit. That is, so that is, that is. Well, let, let, is. Is Brian nearby? Can he hear? No, he went. He went to Lily's game. Oh, so then you'll have to answer honestly. Does he every once in a while, like in the middle of the night, take a hand and? No, because look at my fingernails. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Captain Ooh. Jeff, before we go, any movies ruin anything for you? The car, 1977, I ran out of the movie theater about the car driven by the devil. Oh, man. That would be, remember that? That would be scary. Anything that, anything that involves devil, um, like um, uh, possession. Yeah, that stuff, no. Okay. I, have an older, I have an older sister who loves horror movies. Okay. So she used to take me with her because she's too scared to go alone. So I'm like in the fourth grade and she's taking me to the exorcist. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're older just, oh, last house on the left and all this shit. I'm like, yeah, it should be the other way around. That sort of explains you. So what were you, what did it scare you of Tom? What did, what, what did it make you scared of movie theaters or houses? No, just uh, like the shit that goes on in a house. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. same with The Exorcist. The Amityville like, Horror was scary. Seeing too. her yeah. levitate and all that stuff, I'm just Ooh. like, because back those days, it wasn't like it is now. You weren't exposed to that amount of violence, which yeah. that's why it was really, I thought, depressing when we were at where was it? At, no, it wasn't Atlanta. It well, it was Petey's thing in Orlando. Oh, in Orlando, spooky. Empire. Yeah, yeah, and and Linda Blair was there. And she refused to sign anything What? that was exorcist. And I'm like, well, they're not in line for you because of your movie, Roller Boogie. Yeah, I mean, sign pa- her paintings or something. Yeah, no, she sat there and lectured a couple. A couple had driven four hours with their 12-year-old daughter and dressed her up like Reagan in the movie. And she lectured them for 15 minutes about how shitty parents they are. What a bitch. Oh, my oh she's God. horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, you know, she... She's and not that this is wrong, but she's a big advocate for uh, rescuing dogs and all treatment, which is awesome. But she she came to that show and basically spent the whole time promoting that and lecturing people about that and talking down about The Exorcist. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. but you're here because of The Exorcist. If it wasn't for The Exorcist, you're a nobody. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that changed my opinion of the movie. Wow. 
Well, well, guys, thank you so much, man. It's been a fucking blast. This is thank very triumphant. It really does mean a ton to me and Captain Yo, Jeff, such, right? Such I an mean, honor. Such. Well, you an guys honor. are always welcome. Anytime you want to come on, these trivia things are awesome, and I think that the fans will love it. Well, you like the listeners will love it to play along like this and, and see if they can answer the question. So I think it's yeah. perfect. And, We're here and, for and I'm, I'm right now, Jeff, start working on more questions and another six eight weeks we'll have you guys okay. come back okay turn it into a and can we do the game. can we do the round table thing again and then purposely jeff make some questions that are going to make mark fucking nuts yeah you you've you've learned okay. about mark now yeah okay Both so you need bear. catalog numbers right off of records minutia. yes real minutia. Can I on your show and do one for alice cooper yeah absolutely oh, absolutely yeah their their, their show is very much like ours it's just sit back chat laugh have a great time that's what it's about man. yeah is it, kiss? is it kiss related or any anything there, there's a lot there's a lot of kiss um but but it's just any if you want to come on the quiz the, yeah. with, with the cat just anything you want like Throw it's what i say is stuff bands. that you'd hear at the rainbow just stuff you'd hear at the rainbow nothing to it just to, just a rock and roll and a good time i mean like i say i love crew i love kiss i, love... I want you to quiz me on alice cooper and see if i can do this okay Okay. Awesome. Okay. So you you, we... you will get ratings like you will not believe when Lisa comes on your show. All right. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, th thank uh, you everybody yeah. so much. And we'll, we'll I, you know, get all our information. I, I feel like I made some new friends, and that's the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. Let, let, find let's, me on let's, Facebook. Let's pimp yourself. Facebook. Pimp yourself, guys. Before we. Well, they they already we're... did, Tommy. I think you okay. were on. A call. Sorry, I had to take a. Yep. a I was going to say real quick. So for this week's homework, it's obvious. Just play along with the questions that were asked here. And was that Mark did. being a baby? Yeah. Did did Mark, Mark once was again awesome. change Mark the was rules? Awesome. And yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll have to <laughs> get. You know who I'm going to bring in some questions. I do love have the fact guys... that Mark was pissing and moaning about why would fans want to know this, and we're like, yeah, but you know everything. It's... You know all. Yeah, we got to get we got to get Ace's license plate number on the DeLorean. By the way, um, what do you call? Have you guys heard Earl Skakel on yet? Have you had comedian Earl Earl no. from the? He's on the Jellies. His no. Vinnie Vincent knowledge is pretty insane. We're gonna have to get uh, we're gonna have to get Ooh, Earl hit in, hit in with some perfect. Play. Um, and yeah. and and before we we say goodbye, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe, Spotify, follow us, iTunes, subscribe. You can now watch this on Twitch as well. So follow us on Twitch. Follow Britt on Twitch as well. And uh, that's it. Guys, this was Thank you so much. Blast. I knew Thank you so much. Fun, and it's going to get crazier when we add alcohol to this next time. The booze. Awesome. We got to be uh, at home when we do that one. Hey, maybe we can get like um, uh, uh, Kiko to send us some of his Kiss wine or Kiss tequila. To sponsor oh, no, the Kiss no. drinking Ooh, the Kiss game. Tequila. No, 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 no. Up the ante, up the ante. Yeah. Just because I'll Lisa be say no, 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 we know something happens yes, to yes, Lisa yes. with tequila. <laughs> oh man. It's not going to end well. Not oh, that will end, end well. beautifully, I bet. Oh man. The ratings will skyrocket. We, we might we, get we... naked at the end of that one. Okay, Kiko. Tequila. Come on, send it over, brother. <laughs> Captain's gonna we, lose we his composure. We will make sure she paints your name across her chest, so when she gets naked, there's a free ad. Yeah. 
right. All right. There you go. Well, I'm looking You're not forward on the PTA, to it. I'm sure everybody is. You're not on the PTA, are you? Okay. You you won't be after that episode. No. <laughs> I'll be kicked off. <laughs> All right. Guys, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks again. again. Thanks Thank for hours so and hours of entertainment over the years. Too. We Thank will you. see Thank you. everybody uh, next week. All right. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.